Who is your favorite comedian that you won't stop talking about? <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> whoa, whoa. This is a PG show. No more fucking swearing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Welcome to another super exciting episode of Critical Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Rick the Rizzo, along with my co-host, The Mig One. And this is a critical look at all things TV, movies, gaming, upcoming creators, and whatever the hell we free like talking about. So buckle up and grab the old poop bar and enjoy the ride. Did you just say poop? Episode 163 of Critical Thinking Podcast is going on now. If you're not listening, I don't know what the hell you're doing. If you're touching yourself, shame on you. God is watching. But anyway, this your boy make one. What is going up, Rizzo? Oh, Rizzo is doing fine. And for once, you peaked with the microphone this far away. I did was because I was creeping in closer. Because <laughs> I, I was like, peak. I was like, holy crap. I, I was doing the you, baby. I was creeping at night. Because it's awfully dark <laughs> in this damn room right now. Hey, the darker it is, the cooler it is. That's what I know. Why do you think I turned the lights off? In case y'all don't know, ladies and gentlemen, I come to the Rizzo's house to use his internet. Because my internet sucks. I work from here, so I appreciate that. So everybody give my boy a hand of applause and let me work from here so I don't have to go in that COVID shit. So I turned the lights off because it's too goddamn hot in Texas. Yes. Oh, you need an indoor pool. Can I, get a pool? Can I get a pool right here? A little, little wading pool, little water. Why? Can you have a little payday in the pool? What? You gotta have a payday in the pool afterwards? Nah, no, I ain't gonna put no payday in the pool. It's gonna be something real floating in the pool. It's gonna be me, naked in the pool, in the middle of your, your room. I'll be walking in. Whoa! Well, don't worry, I'll get dressed and, and dried off before you get here. The water may need to get changed out every so often. Gross. No, you know, because there'd be no way to filter chlorine. You, you, you got to shock the water. You know, you got to keep it clean for me. Be said, I'll just touch the side of the thing. Why is it warm? Nah, it's just warm because it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, you'll have to clean it because, you know, your dog going to want to jump in and swim in there. And then, and then the other damn dog will want to get in there. So I'll be bathing. And I'll be bathing. I'll be swimming in dog water. Speaking of that, uh-huh. you know you know how it's been hot out here. Oh, God, it's been super hot. And especially this weekend on, on Saturday, they're predicting 100 degrees. This Saturday? Yes. Jesus Christ, it was like 98 this past weekend. Yeah. So like, we've been in the 90s feeling it's in the 100s. Now we're actually going to be in the 100s feeling it's in the 200s. I ain't going outside. Well, you got your pool. I ain't going. Dude, right now the pool, the water, the heat feels like a warm bathtub. You're in the pool. I'm still in the pool, but it's still warm. But you had a covering over it. Yeah, we'll see what happened was that wind came through and knocked it over and bent it up a little bit, so I got to fix it, but it's okay, but it's too much hassle to pick it up and go. So basically, we go to the pool after th- after 2.30. So the sun is kind of like already moved. You got some sun still in the pool, but half of it is shaded, so it's, it's a good thing. A little half and half there, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I got you, I got you. I, otherwise, I'm bringing some some big bags of ice from, from Bucky's and just dump it in there, you know, and just, just cool it off. <laughs> Put some ice in the pool. <laughs> Put some ice in the pool. Ice in the pool. You know what I'm saying? And stir a little bit with a little, little liquor here. And got, got myself a Tom Collins. <laughs> <laughs> well, the being that it's hot, you know we have our dogs. We take them outside. Yeah, I know. You got a black yeah. dog. You're trying to kill that man. And then Frankie, you know, he comes to the back. We, we hook him on the on his, on his little cable. And yeah, yeah. He runs around. But it's hot. He's always at the door like, hey, hey, hey. I'm finished eating shit and open the damn door. I'm yeah, I know. I hear him barking. Like, it's hot outside. <laughs> You know he's that he's that old he's the old man of the of the dogs that we have. Yeah, I know he's black, but he got a little white on the chin. Yeah, he old. Yeah, he, he, old. he old, bro. We've had we've had Frankie since the boys were like the twins were like one. Yeah, uh huh. 
And the twins are now, what, 13? Jesus. That dog, he's up there in years, man. Yeah, and he's still strong. Man. Have all his teeth. Man, there you go. He ain't bit enough people lately. <laughs> he keeps trying to bite your ass. He, he's come to he's come to understand to me and him we brothers. We brothers from another mother. But my uh, my idea was that Frankie, I know he wants to probably jump in the water. Oh yeah. So I was looking at Lowe's the other day. Those little mini ponds that you yeah, can yeah, put, uh-huh. and I was figured I go well if I dig up enough dirt, drop a mini pond in there, and uh-huh. a filtration system, maybe he can mm-hmm. come out there and be like, hey. And then you go out there, you just see Frankie sitting there with his arms all chilling out there like, what the fuck's up, man? With <laughs> gangster music playing. <laughs> you have all the other bitches coming in the city like, where the hell did all these other dogs come from? Yeah, I know. But the funny part is that, you know, it is hot out there. So if you got your dogs outside, like my dogs are, well, I have dogs outside as well, but they're under big, big freaking pecan trees and oak trees, but still it is hot as hell. Uh, they are shaded in their own dog things as well, but they, I hook them up on their big chains so they have, you know, they can walk around and get some exercise and whatnot. You know, when I get my yard fence, then it'll be totally different, but, uh, we do put the water out there for them. So please make sure you give your dog some water because, man, it's too goddamn hot. And I got a full black dog like you do, and he, he lays under the orange tree and he, he you, you don't even know he's there. <laughs> you think he dead after that? Bones, you dead? <laughs> okay. His name is Bones? Oh, yeah, because when he first came, when he first came over, because uh, he was a stray that adopted us, and then you know he's the one that's injured, he's the one that's blind, and everything else. We first he first met us when he had his eyes and everything else, and he was skinny as hell. I guess someone just dumped him and threw him away. And my wife felt bad; she gave him a little food, and then he ran away. He was, he's running around with the other two dogs we had outside, and then he came back the next day. He was beat up and lost his eyes, and he, you know we took him to the vet. We took care of him. It should, you know the vet said he was good. He was happy because he was with us. Uh, so we kept him, but he's legally blind, so he can't see shit. He ain't got one eyeball, and my other eyeball's completely detached, so it doesn't work. But yeah, so his nickname is Bones, even though he don't look anything like Bones now. He's about, about a good one, maybe a good hundred pounds. <laughs> he's solid. He's a solid, big, black dog. That dog is huge, and he is goofy as hell, and he don't like cats. Ah, well, a lot of dogs don't like cats. Yeah, but most of my dogs get along well with our cats, except for him. He, yeah. He, oh, hell no. He gonna kill a cat. But you can't see them. <laughs> but you can smell them. Because, you know, when you lose one of your senses, the other ones get heightened. Yeah. And if you're a dog, you're, you're smelling everything else, your hearing goes even more. I mean, seriously, he can tell when Braden comes out of the house, and he can tell when I come out of the house on the step, just from our footsteps. Instantly knows. And he's a good dog. So I do everything to make sure he's cool. And uh, Shit, that boy eats well. He's got plenty of water. And he'll just yank one of those nasty-ass lemon oranges off the tree and start eating it. <laughs> and it's sour as hell, but he'll eat them. Like Lucky eats Lucky and my other dog, they eat pecans all wow. day. Wow. Well, let it be known. Critical Thinking Podcasts are animal lovers. That's of course. I got four cats and six dogs. God dang. I know. I was down to five dogs, and then my wife brought another dog, and that's our first girl dog we ever had. She's the puppy. So we were trying, you know, I, I ain't saying trying to eliminate my dogs. Uh, you know, we're going through the, our phases of our animals are old. Like like your boy Frankie, I got Johnny and Barney, they're black dog, but they as gray as me. <laughs> I mean, they old. I mean, we starting to worry that Barney can't see no more. He goes outside to go poop and pee and come back inside the house. It takes him a while to readjust to the darkness. Which one's Barney? Things, huh? Barney's a little, my Boston Terrier. Okay. Little black, white one. And, of course, Johnny's the big old black uh, Brendo-looking one. He's the older one. Uh, he's he's big. He's old. His joints have been hurting him for a long year. But he's good. He's strong as hell. But he just, you know, they're, they're up there. So I imagine it won't be too much longer till they're gone. Um, and then the three out in the back used to be the pups. Bones is the the young second youngest out there. He may be two years, three years old now. 
And the little puppy inside, the little girl, she's only seven, eight months, and she's 40 pounds. Dang. Yeah, she's huge. She's getting, she getting her shit cut here in a couple of weeks. <laughs> we're hoping that, t- that calms down because uh, I guess we're not used to puppies anymore. We're so used to our dogs being so chill and lax. Because Barney come out and lay down on the ground, lay next to you, lay on your lap, and he won't move. Johnny flops up on the couch, and <sighs> he's snoring in two seconds. <laughs> well, they ain't got their boys, that's why. <laughs> yeah, and well, Bones got his boy, but Bones still be snapping. He be. <sighs> but Bones is old though. Now Bones is only two years. Bones is, no, he's a oh, puppy outside. Well, he's a well. Excuse me, he's blind and everything. Yeah, so, so I didn't want to take his boys. I mean, he already had a rough life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, well, we can't take Bones' boys. I saw he done lost his eyes. I mean, she, you gotta leave him with something. <laughs> they can't take the man's boys. I mean, Johnny. I mean, Lucky and Charlie don't got their boys. Near the boys inside. So, so Bones, you don't have to worry about him pregnant or anything because he can't see or find out where it's got to go. Well, the problem is Daisy likes Bones. So when Daisy comes out of her chain with us, when we walk her outside, this is the girl dog, she has learned how to break free of her collar sometimes and runs back to Bones. And Bo- I have to run around like a mad dash man and dive over there to stop Bones from humping her. Because <laughs> Bones still got his working junk and she was in heat. <laughs> so that's why this coming the 17th of July and she's getting cut. No more, no more puppies. I ain't trying no more puppies, man, because it's going to be kind of hard to go on vacation. That being said, brings up this point. I'm going to need help. need a favor. <laughs> From the Rizzo, the dog lover. When I go, I have to go, if there's COVID, uh, it'll be next year. Actually, yeah, next year. Well, actually, I mean, yeah, next year. Or even sometime this year, uh, when I go drop Brayden off to college. I may need to just go check in on him and just give him some food and water, and that's about it. The dogs inside will be easy to take care of. The dogs outside are the ones I'd, I'd be concerned. you got to make sure bones don't bite you. Just put the food through the thing and just fill it. That's all. No, that's no, all. no problem. Uh, but, as long uh, as I'm off that week. Uh, that's cool. But then, uh, yeah, whenever. It doesn't matter. But then, uh, so I can get Dad to do it, too. So, But then the following uh, next year, I'm taking my son, my grandson to uh, uh, Santa's Little Help Shop up in New York. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be our first vacation in a long time. So I'm going to try to... See what I can do with Daisy or whatever. I can try to manipulate it so there's only the two older dogs. The cats just give them food and water. They're good to go. And the dogs outside just water and whatever. So I probably need some help. I may ask if you don't mind. If you're off or whatever, or somebody can buy, swim by, maybe stay at the house or whatever or whatnot. Well, and also if everybody goes. Yeah, it's true. Right now it'll be, it'll, it'll be myself. Well, it's going to definitely be myself, my wife, my daughter, my grandson. Brayden will probably be at college. Or still doing his thing. I don't know. I don't know the other one's not gonna go. He's got to work. So if he's working, we're good. Yeah. So which I'm hoping he stays working. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like I said. Uh, so I digress. Uh, I'm sorry. Went into a long yeah. time yeah. about dogs and cats. Yeah, because we're animal lovers. And, you know. I want to go over. talk about these spots. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about dog spots. Or leopard spots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but other than that, like my weekend, it was uh, the Fourth of July. It was different for the July weekend. No crackers. It, yeah, I mean, there's firecrackers everywhere. Excuse me, little political correct. No fireworks. Yeah, there's fireworks everywhere. Ah, you know, think about this. It's July Fourth on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. No bars are open now. Mm-hmm. You realize if we were Ubering and bars were open, we'd make a killing on Fourth of July. I was out there. Had my mask, my glasses, my CD, my my, my coat. Nah, I didn't. <laughs> but I mean, but all honesty, you know, no, we, yeah, we would have been killing it. We've been killing that night because everybody been like, oh, we need to go to this party, this party, this party. We would we would have saw the freedom of H Town with all the fireworks because we'd be out there waiting for that to finish and everybody taking them people. Drunk, be needing us to take them home. Probably driving halfway to Kima, coming back, 
Galveston. We'd have, yeah, we'd have made money. We'd have made some money. It's a good. It'd have been a good night. Remember how we talked about this? Yeah. Are we looking forward to the new year because all the certain holidays? I didn't even think Brandy posted this. Yeah. Weren't y'all excited? This falls on this day. This falls on this day. This falls on this. Fucking COVID. <laughs> COVID fucked everything up. Uh huh. But you no, know, I'm fucked up, Aaron. So, and now there's a new strain. There's a it mutated. Does that shit? Something fever, wasn't it in China? Something in Bulgaria? Bulgaria? Oh, that that's that's back in, you know, France had that. It was the rats with the... Uh, bubonic plague? The bubonic, bubonic plague. Yeah, I knew it was something. I saw something online. Yeah, that's what they have now. But the the COVID got a new strain. That's they mutated, so it's, it's stronger. Yes. But, as I said, you know, being that nobody was at bars anymore, everybody was all at home and doing whatnot... Uh, my nephew asked me, he goes, hey, Uncle Rick, can you take me to my friend's house that's over in Richmond? Well, of course, you know, in Rosenberg, we can't pop fireworks here. I don't know about Hungerford, but I know over here. Oh, yeah, we, we lit it up, bro. If I'd have known that, I would have gone down to your house. Uh, you should have, man, because I was popping shit left and right. Well, so I took my nephew uh, to uh, to his friend's house over in Richmond. As I'm going further, 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 all of a sudden we get to the part where we left Rosenberg and we get to where the firework stands are. Mm-hmm. I'm here noticing, now look, every freaking firework stand was sold out. I was like, oh my God. I'd go for the next one, sold out. Go to the next one, sold out. I got got to the to his, to his friend's house, whatever, because it's in the gated community, paid for it, uh-huh. paid for it uh, put in the code, got in there, dropped him off, and then I was heading back. Uh, the to my uh, to my girl's house. Mm-hmm. So I was heading back that way, and there's one more. I know. I go. There's another uh, fireworks stand coming up. And as I was getting close to it, I looked at it was packed, and I was like, "And that one's about to be sold out." I was like, "Oh my god!" But the entire time, I'm surrounded. It's like World War Three going through freaking. Kyle's old neighborhood and everything, Pecan Grove, the Pecan Lakes, that's where Kyle used to live, uh, the place where I dropped off my nephew, it was like World War Three. I, I was like, okay, I was like, this is, I was like, damn, I'm glad I got the windows up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was pretty wild down in Huntingford, man. I ain't gonna lie to you out there in Wharton County, out there mm. going to there, you know. I don't think, well, I shouldn't have put it where I was from, but, you know, you already mentioned it. But anyway, uh, we're out there, and uh, we're out there popping. But the good thing is the stand out there was not sold out. <laughs> I went in the middle of the day at about, actually, I'm close to the evening, about 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock somewhere. We're braiding. And $75. Damn. Yeah, I wasn't going to spend, I usually spend $50. You know, I get the big old pack, you know, the kids pack, whatever. But they didn't have those anymore. So I got the smaller pack for, like, for the grandson. Because he didn't even see fireworks. I bought a few stupid tanks, some hands, some different things, whatnot. You got snakes, didn't you? Yeah, we got some snakes. <laughs> and the other funny thing is that there was the, those, uh, nah, my, my Sparklers? Friend, no, no. My friend, Steven, got me hooked on these artillery shells. Is it those ones that go, that it's like a punt gun, you, you, you drop you it in the thing? You like the thing, poof, yes. yes. So he got me into those. So I was like, ooh, that's not bad. That's, that's, that's kind of pricey. But then I look, ooh, let me get one. One free, one free. So hell yeah. So basically I paid for three for $22. Nice. So I got 18 shots. <laughs> nice. And those were the last ones. So it was me, Brayden, and my daughter's boyfriend. We all of them sent at the same time. Man, we were lighting three at the same time. Man, <laughs> my grandson was so excited. 
I'm like, get down! Get the trees! <laughs> yeah, it was it? Uh, well, when I got back, uh-huh. uh, uh, oh, excuse me, this is before I left to, to my nephew. We were sitting here, and I was sitting on, the, on my bed, and Rosenberg did their fireworks thing over at uh, Seaborn Park. Mm-hmm. And you can go over there. I don't know how they did it for social distancing. They probably had people just park and watch it from their cars. Or they probably sat on the grass. But, um, like, if we would have went, I don't even go all the way over there. I'll stop, like, at the T-Mobile store and park in the parking lot if I would have known that. I didn't think they were doing it. And so they were over there. You just see all the fireworks going off. Big ones. And you can hear them from here. You don't, like, they they go up so high you can actually see it from here. (laughs) Yes. You know? And Dad was outside, but I was me and Tizzy were sitting here, and Tizzy's my Tizzy's my dog, and Tizzy's sitting on the chair where Mike's at. It's boom, she jumps up, boom, looks looks around, boom, she looks around again, boom. And I said, Tizzy, quit trying. She she get up, and then she would lie down and put close her eyes. No less than two seconds, boom, she jumps up, looks around, lies down close. I said, Tizzy, don't quit trying to go to sleep. It ain't gonna happen. You're gonna hear a couple more booms. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's a sad thing. During, uh, even though it's fun for us, for dogs, it's very stressful. Especially, you know, some of them have nervous issues. It messes with them. A lot of dogs, believe it or not, a lot of dogs break free from their yards and their chains or wherever people have them. You, this, I always found, I think, statistically, there's more dogs, straight dogs, after the 4th of July. Yeah. And then what's funny is that some dogs are brave. I've Fish. seen. <laughs> I've seen video where... The people had, uh, I forget what they did, how they did the Roman candle. They they had just set, instead of holding it, they just had it and they set it in this little stand that they made, and it would shoot out. Well, their little Winnie dog runs out there and takes it like a stick. So he's running while it's shooting. He's, he's running while it's shooting, and they're all like, "Oh shit!" You see him running around trying to dodge, be, dodge all the <laughs> them Roman candle shots, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> That's some crazy shit. It's like that one story a friend of mine used to tell me about. These dumbasses go ice fishing, right? So they drive the truck out on this nice brand new truck. And these dumbasses, instead of digging the hole with an auger, or I think it's an auger, that's what they use, uh, they use good old-fashioned American ingenuity. You know what I'm talking about? Diamite. So they light a Diamite stick and they throw it. Dynamite for y'all don't know. That's right. Well, guess what? With them is a golden retriever. So what do golden retrievers do? They fetch. Yes. And what do they like to fetch the most? Sticks. <laughs> and what do they do when they fetch it? They bring it back. Exactly. Did they <laughs> so bring he it brought back? it back. Oh, shit. Him, the two guys, and the dog, no dogs were harm in making of this, <laughs> as far as I know, brought the stick back, and they were trying to shoot the dog with the guns on the way back to keep the dog from coming back. Oh, snap. Yeah. They, they had something with them. I don't know what the hell they were doing weapons, but they had weapons in the truck, too. Uh, so they realized what was going to happen. The dog was kind of like, he didn't know. He hit under the truck. They coaxed the dog out and they ran, <laughs> whatever, they ran away. And, well, yeah, needless to say, the Diamite went off. Uh, not necessarily under the truck, but close to the truck where the ice cracked and the truck went in the water. Oh, snap. Brand new super cab. In the water. In the water. It became a boat. Hey, a submarine. Submarine. Yeah, and <laughs> needless to say, the man and the dogs were not injured. <laughs> But I guarantee you they'll never go fishing with Diamite again during the freezing time. No. <laughs> Let's throw some, or leave the dog at home. Yeah, leave the dog at home. What are you going to do that? Oh, man. You know, 
you, you know you can have a really big boom when you get a whole bunch of sparklers. And the, the, I was with some, some guys that did it because they heard, they saw the thing and they want to see how it works. And then basically they got a whole, they bought a whole bunch of sparklers and they taped them together with electrical tape. Okay. And I'm talking, it's about a good two or three inches wide r- to, uh, d- diameter. Well, thank you. Not you. <laughs> of how they got them all the sparklers, uh, you know, put together. Mm-hmm. And then they have one sparkler in the middle that's up. So when they light it, it'll go down. Gotcha. And being that they're all tied up together and everything, so they went out there, and they're like, all right, we're going to see how this works. And, you, and they kind of shorten the sparkler, because you know sparklers, it, it takes a while for it to get down. And they're like, oh, we got to shorten this shoes a little bit. And they, I forgot which type of sparkler. I think one that burns a little hotter. There's, there's two different types. Okay. And they had a whole bunch in there, and they had it out there, and they set it in this, in this little can so it'll stand up. And I was like, you don't really need the can, but okay. Because of the that, the diameter is big enough for them just to stand up when right. they're all taped together. Well, they put it there. They come back, and you see it go. Once it gets to the all the sparklers that are all tied, it sounds like dynamite. Nice. I gotta try that one day. It was like boom. I was like holy shit. I say hey, Brayden, hold this. <laughs> <laughs> so like it was very interesting on how that was at that time. But like I said, oh no, that, I digress a little bit. But and then Sunday I went to visit uh, uh, Kyle, friend of the show, you know, uh, our co-host. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, anyways, as I was saying, uh, Kyle, uh, I went to visit him, and we were talking and everything. He was good. We were, I was going to help him move some stuff, but it was too fucking hot on Sunday, so we didn't move anything. Well, we moved a couple of things, but he was happy, and he tells me, "Man, COVID makes you buy some stupid shit." Or makes you buy stupid shit. Kyle bought himself this. And you can describe what it, what it is. <laughs> oh, it's a a boxing? Oh, it's a boxing game where you punch the bag to see how hard you hit? Yes. Nice. <laughs> he was bored? <laughs> he found He's always wanted one. He found one in San Antonio. They went, picked it up, brought it back, and he had it set up in there. That's nice. <laughs> so I was there, and he was like, "Give it a shot, Rick." Tiffany had the highest score on there. Mm-hmm. I kick it, and I kick it. I punch it. I'm not really a puncher, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. when it's always when when it's time to do it, you do it. But when you're like, "This yeah, is a yeah, game," yeah. Uh-huh. and I'm here just trying to trying to give a good punch and everything, and then putting my body into it, and I'm like, I barely hit a baby, a little over 600. Nice. I was like, damn. And she's a, hers was at 700 and something. I was like, man, I can't even hit harder than a girl. <laughs> you hit like a girl. <laughs> and then Kyle comes in and he goes, I got to change this. Boom. It's like, what are you, Dolph Lundgren? Yeah. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. <laughs> so he, he's got the high score on it now. But nice. He's having a ball with it. And it, it, so. it has uh, like little sayings. Uh-huh. Every time they get, every time they punch it or whatever, it says, "Oh, like when I made a little over 600, it says, "Oh, you like to hurt people." Nice. It says like Kyle's trying to hack it to change those to uh-huh. say some more stupid shit instead of what they what they like say. Mortal Kombat, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's crazy. So, uh. so yeah, like I said, we're having a ball with that. I was like, okay, this is, this is kind of fun. <laughs> 
But he that sounds like a lot of fun though. But flat out, he just says COVID just makes you buy some stupid shit. <laughs> well, you know, hey, it is entertainment for the family, so you know, if he not hurting, then goddamn splurge. What the hell? I just started laughing. What he goes, yeah, you know, got the COVID going. I, I got to save that paper. And I sat there. He said that. I turned and looked at the thing, and he looks, and I look at him, and I look at the thing again. And I look at him. He's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's gonna be my next thing. <laughs> that's funny. Well, but other than that. As you'll know, uh, last night we posted on Twitter. I didn't even know. Well, you were probably asleep. What time did you post that? I don't remember. I saw it this morning. It was around 9 o'clock. I went asleep. Yeah, that's when I posted it. I just went on the Twitter. I was... Uh, I, had, I had tagged you on it. Uh, didn't have my phone open, I don't think. I think it was... Uh, I know it was on silent. Oh, I think my grandson had my phone. He always has your phone. Yeah, he's always watching whatever he wants on the phone before yeah. he goes home. Well, I went on ahead and I posted up a little video that... Yeah, uh, I saw that. That Emily Glazner from Red Iris, lead singer, that she, we're going to interview and let her know what... Red, Red, yeah, let y'all know what Red Iris has been up to. Absolutely and, nothing. And how they're doing through in this COVID. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, we're going to bring her back on uh, onto the show. We've interviewed her before, but, you know. Uh, I have not. Well, we're trying to get the rest of the band, but I think we're just having her on at this time. I hope she's ready for the MIG. I got the <laughs> tough questions lined up. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to go ahead and give her a call. Okay, while you're doing that, I'll keep the people entertained. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, in somber news today... The great Charlie Daniels passed away. Yes, that's very sad. May we have a moment of silence. You know, I'll be honest with you, Rick. It's tough losing. I mean, we're up in age now, and we're losing a lot of the icons we knew we knew as a kid. Uh, a lot of older people, you know, who influenced us a lot in different ways. You know, just with their acting, their singing, whatever it may be. You know, people get old and people die. It's still a tough thing to deal with, and I understand that. And, of course, you know, with the COVID going on, a lot of people are dying of that, too. And so we hear critical thinking, understand your pain, and we, we, we send our prayers out to all of you guys, all you people in your family. And uh, we just want to, uh, you know, just say we're here for you. We're here to, to joke and laugh and try to cheer, cheer you up in your dark times, or even in, if you're having a good time, just keep you laughing. That's what we're here for. Uh, don't ever by any chance please ever take us super seriously because usually we're just joking or laughing about uh, if we're serious you'll you can tell by the voice as I am right now um, but usually it's just all in fun and games and we've come to realize that's what everybody likes to see us and hear us ask so so ladies and gentlemen with further ado I have <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think of a new name come on man <laughs> you're killing me right I can't think of your name you are Rick, the Rizzo Uber driver. That is what you are. No, nah, he was uh-huh. trying. He was trying to give you yeah. a name. We got you. Oh, well, <laughs> I already have a nickname. Hang on, hang on, just a second. Let me put my uh, handy dandy earpods in. But they're awesome. Yeah, she has. She and has. Then, mo- she has moved to the dark side. She got an iPhone. Speak yes. to me. Now, ooh, I can hear you now. She has moved to the dark side. She had left Android and went I to have- Apple. And she went full on Apple. She got iPods and and the watch. Wow! Somebody bankrolling. I got it all. We like you uh, at the Red Iris to sponsor Critical Thinking Podcast, as we need new iPhones and iPods. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey man, I tell you what, like I like Rick can verify this. So I was like, no, Android, Android, Android. And then I kept seeing things, you know, with the the iPhone. And then I really, really, really needed to get an iPad for one thing in particular that I wanted to participate in. And I knew I had to have an iPad. And then I was like, all right, well, if I get an iPad, I'm getting the phone and everything. I get up there. And just looking at it, I just open it up and I start using it. You know, you start switching around in it. And like, oh, it moves easier. It's like, uh, oh yeah, like everything is just. It, it just, just if you think it like a like a like an Android, it is on your right side of your brain. You flip to the left side of your brain. That's that's all you do. You just flip over the other side because everything's just on the other side. Like you know, your back, face, so everything's on the other side. So I just flipped my brain and then I got it and I love it. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Red Iris, sponsored by Apple Phones. Apple. <laughs> well, hey, uh, uh, yes, I am. <laughs> I'll go with that. I, will, I want it all go, no, no, not that, not me. Yeah. So, you know, this is so my... So how are you, fellas? I haven't talked to you in a while. Well, I've talked to Rizzo. But, Nick, I think you and I have only spoken via Messenger, but quite a bit to only speak via Messenger. Yeah, I've never really spoken to you per se, uh, face-to-face or on the phone. Uh, only like you said, do messenger. So it's you sound nothing what I would expect you to sound like. Well, that's not true. We met one time while you were interviewing somebody else. We went to the. That's it right. Was during, it was. It was, it was that. <laughs> that's right. I there. forgot. I like, you are you, interviewing somebody. I have to walk off. We're at Comicpalooza. Yeah, like, and I was talking with uh, Christina. Yes. I saw you there, but we didn't get a chance to really talk. Exactly. No, then I had to take Rick for a, a, a lunch because it was his birthday. Yeah, he is an old bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my first chance to really get involved in the interview. On you know, Rick has interviewed you guys quite a few times, and Rick is very fond of your band. Uh, I have listened to most of your music that I you know that I've, that's out there. Uh, I am very fond of a few of the songs as well. Uh, you guys are have a unique sound. I actually like it. And there's a few songs that are really to me, are super, super catchy. And so that you kind of listen to them on repeat every once in a while. <laughs> or you get in that movie like, hey, I want to start kicking some ass. So you start listening to this song, and it gets you all hyped up and ready to go. But how did you guys, I mean, and I don't remember exactly what Rick asked in his previous interview to you guys. So this is for an update for our newer listeners, because we've added about another, what, 10,000 people since, probably? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Way to go, guys. I'm like, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. I'm like... So describe to us I'm how. I'm super proud of you guys. Oh, I appreciate that. Well, describe awesome. to us how Red Iris came together. Okay, so um, I I was I was at work and I got a text message from the the drummer uh, JJ JJ Herrera the Gorilla, and I knew him uh, from a, a cover band that he was in called Cold Rock Radio, and uh, my boss at the time. Uh, had been in that cover band for years and years. So I used to go out and see them. So JJ knew I could sing. And JJ messaged me and says, hey, uh, you want to come around and jam with this band that I'm working with? And I was like, well, yeah, because it's JJ. <laughs> and I, you know, I do, I, I, I always love jumping up and getting on stage with him when I got the chance. So I went over and it, we, we got together and we started looking at a song that they had, had put together, which was actually called Because of You. And we started working on Because of You that very night. I mean, it already had plenty of bones to it. 
And, and, and I just looked at it and I added a couple of words and then I moved a lot of sentences around, like this verse goes, you know, something from this verse goes here and vice versa. And we just started working with that song. And then I, I think it was the next week I was added to the band, um, text feed. And so, uh, yeah, that's how I got it. <laughs> Nobody actually said, hey, Emily, you're in the band. I just got it added on to the text feed and I was like, oh. So my, my boss at the time goes, hey, that means that you, you're in the band. So I thought that was pretty great. So it wasn't any really big thing, you know, because we're all um, really seasoned musicians. Like, I've been singing live since I was, like, seven, <laughs> you know. So And, and they've been doing uh, gigs in all different kinds of bands. Uh, uh, JJ and Oscar were, were in a band uh, together for years and years and years. Um, Sister Moon, we've actually opened for them, which was really cool. Uh, you know, they, they, they had a, um, an anniversary uh, about a year ago, I think it was, and that was really great. And Brock's been recording music for a very long time, and Zeke has, has been doing the same thing for a really long time. And he's got a great cover band, and I think before he was in the, the, the Tejano bands. And so he has an, an amazing array of, of knowledge of, of music and guitar riffs and where he can go with something. And I think that's one of the reasons we have such an interesting sound when it comes to guitar riffs, because... Uh, of his experiences. That's really amazing. Uh, I Sadly, I've not had the chance to come hear you guys live. I know the Rizzo Uber driver has. Multiple times I've I tried. Know. We have invited you invited so many times. Usually Ubering and I had to make the money or something else is going on. His family, you know how it goes. Uh, it's no, not definitely okay. not trying to I've dip. Been, I definitely want to go. But then, you know, the COVID mess is just messing everything up. But, I'm glad to see that you guys have gained a lot of traction. You've been getting a lot of love in Canada and other places as well now. I see Moonlight and Undercover the Night, which are two of the songs that I actually like a lot, to be honest with you. Uh, oh, I'm so glad you like that. How, how did this come about? You want to get in touch with people now. How does it make you feel with all so, the love you're getting overseas? In the beginning, in the beginning, what happened was, um, I guess it was like the end of February, in the beginning of March. I just got this wild hair, and I thought, you know, really like, I've been on Twitter quite a bit. You know, I've been learning how to use Twitter. You know, it's just me. I don't know. What do you say? Because uh, 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 Rick would know. I'd be like, Rick, Rick, how do you do this? How do you do that? It took me about a month to really get it. And then I got it really, really well. And I knew how to manipulate it and move it and move things fast. But I thought, you know what? I really like our YouTube video, Moonlight. I'm going to post it. I'm going to put it up there. And so I did, and I didn't have that many followers at the time. I mean, I might have had 50 to 75 on Twitter, and I put Moonlight up, and there was this great station, uh, Retro Sound Radio. I think that was the name of the station. They're in the U.K., and they hit me up, and they liked it, and they said they wanted to put it on um, their station. It asked if they could, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and after they did, they would post it, and then uh, I thought, okay. Well, then I went and I looked at people that were following them, like, and, and I saw other stations. And, uh, you know, North Hearts Radio was one of the stations that I went to. I went to North Hearts, and I went to some of these other stations. And I said, hey, you know, here's this video. Do you want this? And they were like, oh, we really love the video. Do you have an MP3? And then it took off like wildfire from there. Because then I knew how to approach something. I had, like, uh, a way to, to email them. Uh, and then I, I was very, very blessed. There is a great band, uh, original band in the Houston slash Austin area and they're called The Metal Birds and that's Birds with a B-Y-R-D-S The Metal Birds fantastic band, 
They've got a strong female singer. Uh, she's just really amazing. And uh, their guitarist, uh, I believe his name is Ryan. Ryan Suzanne. Uh, Ryan um, started talking to me about my music, too. And he was like, hey, here's some of the stations that we play in. And he was wonderful enough to give me um, some of the emails because he heard the music and he thought it was good. And, and he helped a lot, and he was great. And that from there, it took off. And then you could people could see that our, our songs were being played on, on different stations. And then radio stations themselves started saying, hey, can you send us your music? <laughs> that was, I can't tell you how cool that is. So I was like, yeah, yes, I can. <laughs> I can absolutely send you my music. You know, and you got to try to act like, oh, sure, I do it all the time. The first time I was running around like, yes, someone asked me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that that's how it started taking off, and and I um and I would message the guys and be like, look, I just tweeted this because at the time I didn't have access to the Red Iris uh, 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 Twitter page. I said, you know, at the time the, the guys were running it, and that was great. And then finally, I have it too, so we all have it because they got, got sick of me going, hey, I need you to retweet this. Hey, man, get this out. <laughs> we're like number four right here. So that 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 happened. <laughs> um, so normally, a lot of it Zeke runs. A lot of a lot of uh, Zeke, Zeke runs that one a lot. I mean, I have we all have access to it, but Zeke does so much with that one. So thumbs up and and, and praise to Zeke. I appreciate that. And Oscar jumps in and he'll retweet anything that we do. And then uh, Zeke also does uh, Facebook. And JJ is all we all know. JJ is all about Instagram. Once something's done, you can do it on Instagram. So I really just enjoy all of that and, and, and knowing social media. But I am a Twitter fiend. I am on Twitter from the time I get up to the time I go to bed. And it's not because I want to see what everybody's doing. Everything what everybody's doing is great. But Twitter is an amazing platform. I have met so many great, wonderful people on Twitter. You know, like, I, I was, like, late last night, I was, you know, somebody was messaging me from the U.K., it wasn't last night for then. It was early in the damn morning. But for me, it was like, oh, it's 2.30 in the morning. What is it, 8.30 there? Okay. No, all right. Hello. <laughs> I talked to somebody from Liverpool yesterday, too. They, they like my music, and they wanted to tell me about the beach, <laughs> what their, the beach looks like in Liverpool. And so I shot them a picture of Galveston. They said, it's the water blue. I said, no, see, it's chocolate brown. <laughs> Chocolate brown. <laughs> but it is. Yeah, it is. I don't like Galveston much. It's chocolate like chocolate milk, man. It is not. It is not blue. If it, if, if, so I remember when people said, oh, Galveston was blue. No, it wasn't. It was like really green and it was this scary looking emerald chronic green. And like you didn't even want to know what was in there. And you still couldn't see through it. And you're like, I think maybe the end of the world has happened because it's not chocolate brown. So. <laughs> That is a trip, man. i
we understand the excitement about the overseas stuff because I remember when we first kind of hit it overseas, it was kind of, wow, this is really cool. And to go back and see numbers trending in Canada and freaking Australia and the UK and London, and you go other places mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, holy crap, we're huge in India. Who'd ever thought that? Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, this is just... Yeah, this is, yeah, like, yeah. That. like For us, it's Canada and the UK, you know? That's awesome. And the funny thing is, you were making your comments about Twitter. I was waiting for Rick to go, oh, oh he knows. <laughs> Big one knows. He's on Twitter all the freaking time. Mm-hmm. And you can't really say that anymore because my, my grandson takes my son yeah. half the time now. <laughs> I totally am behind you on being on Twitter. Like, I think it's like one of the oldest social medias, but it's the bestest in the world. I like Facebook and I like Instagram, but the truth is Facebook and Instagram are people that you already know. When you use Twitter, you can reach out and reach people all across the world. There, there was a man that I had posted around the same time that I had posted Moonlight, the video that we have up of Moonlight. Um, now, now I'll put the MP or, or Spotify up, but the outright at the time, I'm not very tech savvy. I just had the the YouTube video and there was this gentleman, his name was John, and he messaged me and he said, I like your song Moonlight. It made me think of my mother. My mother's been dead 11 years. I really like your song Moonlight. And I'd never met him in my life. Of course, you research, where are you? He's somewhere in America, but I'd never met him, you know? I thought, wow. And then when I, I get messages from, I get messages from Ireland, from the UK, from France, it's this one cat out of France has been messaging me because he likes my stuff, and I'm this is so cool, <laughs> such a great, such a great feeling, and right now, the only songs that, 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 that they, they've heard, there's like four of them out right now, but now they're finding our YouTube and then other YouTubes, and they're like, ooh, I like this song because of you, I was like, how do you know that, and you're like, wow, they're researching us, so that's freaking amazing and there are a couple of people who really like a rise and they're like "Ooh, this is really good and i'm like the only way you would have heard that is via a, a live video so that's fabulous so we have people understand yeah, real quick have, what is the youtube channel our our youtube channel is, is, is red iris music and it's got it's the black circle of course like all of them are and it's got a, a um <laughs> i can't think of the shape a triangle, an upside-down triangle. This is red iris in the upside-down triangle. And the colors are red, black, and white because we are rock and roll, and that's all that we've come up with, red, black, and white. And for all the Twitter people, so you guys know, they're at red underscore iris underscore music. Yes, and that is very important that you use it, red underscore iris underscore music because uh, that's, that's how you get to it. Now, do people, so- I myself and Emily underscore Glazner. I was just about to say that. Me as well. I will say hi. <laughs> That's really good, um, Rick. You want to? I know you want to ask some stuff, Rick. You let me do all the talking, Rick. You look at me like, shut up, Miguel. I got to ask some questions. <laughs> no, you, I mean, I've asked, I've asked her all kinds of questions yeah, before. Like, I'm, I'm here really? gonna go. I'm here going like, well, we did receive your your uh, autograph photo of the band. Where we we really it's thank you photo. for it is a poster, man. You can or put a poster. it up on the wall and be like, I know them. Well, I gotta frame it. I can't just put it on the wall. But that you do have to frame it. It is autographed. Yeah, but you know, like you I said, we we JJ the gorilla on there. We really appreciate it. But then we we got the note that's with it, and I'm here going, all right, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, um. I'm glad she's you know a good what? singer. Before you start, <laughs> oh man, you talking about her writing skills? <laughs> okay, 
<laughs> in cursive. I'm sorry you don't know how to write, read cursive or write cursive, but it's a cursive. It's a lost art, man. It's a lost art. I think the Rizzo is, is, is... The Rizzo, first of all, can't write anyway, so I don't know what the hell he's doing ripping on your writing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can write in cursive, and I can get it where I can understand it, but this looks like chicken scratch. That's not what you said before. You said this, this is good a writing of a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I know where y'all live, right? <laughs> you know where the Rizzo lives. <laughs> yeah. But I could probably find you as well. I just like look get in the car and let's find Nick. Yeah, and some, I know your weakness. Yeah, some beacon is all oh, that bastard lives over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know what? I, I, I really wanted to make sure that y'all got it. Y'all have been so supportive, and it's so cool having it. And and speaking of the poster, just just yesterday I got more requests for the poster for us to please send us an autograph of the poster. Oh yeah, oh, one person you know because I said you know I sent them out a. Give me your address, so I'll give it to you. They're like, that's great. Uh, we want to use it in a contest. That's in the UK. <laughs> that's so great. That was Fantasy Radio UK. Like, how great is that, you know? That is that's, so that's cool. That's an amazing thing. Now, have yeah, you been picking um, up more YouTube followers? You said you've been picking up more YouTube followers because of this, right? We, we have. We, you know, I think we started off with a quite low number. And I think we're up to 36, and I'm like, man, I... I I, I know what it is, though. Like, it's like with YouTube, like you're watching YouTube, and then you go, "Oh, I like this." So you go to hit subscribe, or or you hit that you like it. Either one, and they're like, "Wait, well, now you have to sign in," and nobody remembers their Google account <laughs> password. So I'm one of those people. I'm like, "Was it this, this, this? Was it no eight on the end? Was it a twenty on the end? Was it no eight or twenty? Was it twenty, twenty? Maybe it was nineteen. You know, that's what I'm thinking because I, I have like the same kind of password." I won't say what it is, but then I have the variations are, are different on the end, you know, and so I'm going through it, it's like, oh, the hell, I locked it up, you know, but I, because I, I know somebody says, I was going to subscribe, or I was going to like the video, but then I don't remember what my Google password is, I was like, oh, man, I got you, but if you do remember your Google password, people who are listening, please check us out, because, I mean, we've got some really cool live videos, we've, we've got some, you know, whenever we're doing something new. We've got a little bit of um, the recording of Stay that we're working on that says should be out. And it was supposed to be mid-July, so it may actually be August. And that's due to COVID, you know. It, it, we're trying really hard, but COVID is, is keeping us at, at bay, as it is a lot of other people. But, you know, we're working it. I was just about to ask. I was uh, going to ask how bad is the effect on you guys as a band. I mean, y'all are still meeting together, but it, it probably does bother you guys a little bit that you can't go out and perform for people like you like to. You know, it, it, it's very frustrating. We, we are, though, uh, getting together with uh, some people and wanting to do a stream a, a, a show, you know, stream a concert, and that, that'd be great, you know? Uh, I think that would be fabulous. I was even talking with Rick about it, you know, because uh, whenever he comes out and does things, he's the one doing a periscope or whatever it is, and that's what it's called, right? Twitter is periscope, and, and because, I'm, as I said before, I'm not all that tech savvy. Like, when I did that quiz show about a month ago, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to mess this up. I didn't mess it up, but, you know. Um, but when we, uh, uh, when we do get together, uh, it, 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 we had, you know, I think we got together like three times before they shut things down again, and that was just to practice and to go over some music. Um, and we had a show that was actually going to be this weekend, and again, that got shut down, but that's okay. Um, it got moved uh, whenever I find out the month that it's been you know I'll, I'll hit you guys back up 
Well, that's what I was going to... I apologize for interrupting you. It's canceled. It's just postponed. Okay. And it's, uh, we, we had a, a, a... We were looking into a tour um, in, in Oklahoma, actually, in the fall. And so now that's also as well been postponed. But the fact that people are approaching us and saying, hey, let's do this. I'm like, oh, absolutely. That's great. It's a lot of fun. And I know that the guys... Uh, they're they're really happy about seeing that our music's been spun all over, and, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> I was so funny I, when I got the posters. I had to go to each and everybody's house and either drop them like standing six feet away, you know, heading in the poster. They signed it, they had it back. We got Vaseline and everything. One of them, I went, took it over to Zeke, and we were across the, the hood of my car from each other while he's signing, and they had some soup. We had to get in the car. Then I go and I put it in uh, OG's mailbox and he signed it and I read over to JJ and he had to sign it so I'm being really careful but I still got to get this stuff done you know I, I'm, I'm in, in the process of getting another 20 signs because like y'all we just need to sign a ball and mailing them is, is not the cheapest thing but it, it's worth it because people are really really liking this gotcha. and it's a really great picture I believe M- Michelle Wilson <laughs> took that picture that Brock White took that picture so it's a really great picture I think Okay, guys, just see. I'm not smiling. I do have a famous, fabulous smile, (laughs) but it's okay. (laughs) Okay, make sure you're trying to say something, but every time you start talking. (laughs) That's what I do. We just let you go. It's no big deal. It's about you guys anyway. That's our normal. Well, you know, you have to understand. Like, I'm switching to you over the phone, and you're. yeah, my uh, my wonderful ear AirPods, or I think that's what AirPods, whatever they're called. No, I understand. I, Not a problem at all. Just going to remind everybody. I interrupt him all the time. Yeah, that's what he says. Just going to remind everybody again. We're on with Emily Irene, aka Emily's underscore, underscore Glazner from Red underscore Iris underscore Music on Twitter, uh, Red Eyes Music on YouTube. Uh, you guys, just so you know who to go out and follow. Uh, I was going to agree with you on that idea. That'd be pretty cool. The fact that if you guys do get together and you guys are obviously COVID free and y'all been together, been hanging around a lot with each other, that's fine. It's still a group under ten. The Rizzo myself, obviously, you said he's your tech guy. He kind of uses your phones, whatever to do it on his Paris, your Periscope, or whatever. I could probably join that group as well, then use my Periscope, which is connected to our critical thinking and, and also connected to my followers as well. Uh, which then we could do like a live show. We could like we could work together to form, uh, pick out a certain date, probably on a weekend, probably uh, determine what time we want to actually do this and for how long, and then. And, you know, get it further down the road so way in advance we could start, like, already posting it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, hey, saying this is going to be live, critical thinking, we'll be broadcasting, blah, 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 or, you you know, us, you, we'll all be broadcasting, Red Eyes will be forming a live show to cheer up people's spirits based on, you know, you know, somewhere along the lines. You know, we're here to cheer people up. Like Rick and myself, we've been saying lately, is we've been trying to keep people's spirits up considering all the COVID crap, and we understand people are having a rough time and everything else. So we're just doing our best to make people laugh. So I figure... Hey, people love music, so who wouldn't love a live stream of a band playing their songs? And it's something you can put on Periscopes, and you can then move over to YouTube and whatnot. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, just let me know. So yeah, we'll I definitely like that. We'll be, like that. definitely have to get Rizzo to get with you to set the time up, set a date. Uh, once we get the date set up, figure out where it probably where you guys perform at or whatever, and then we could uh-huh. meet you there. And then before that, you know, start doing the live stream. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be a blast. I think behind. Uh, the Twittering of myself and Rick and people we know, we probably could get a pretty good amount of people watching the show. I usually get a, quite a few people watching me on Periscope, period, and I'm just me being stupid. 
Uh, so I imagine if we actually had a, a great band as yourself uh, and people over the pond, uh, if they knew, I mean, because we could tag like the UK, tag whatever the radio people you're talking about and let them know, hey, this may be coming down the pipe. I think they'd be glad and maybe it might be something we could work out with them where they could actually broadcast it live. Oh, yeah, that's fabulous. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, besides the, us playing in the UK, like I said, we're playing in Canada. The KD uh, Canada Radio, that, that's, that's awesome. We're actually number one. Number one in their top 25. I did an interview with Al uh, about a week ago, and that was so much fun. Well, that's so, really, uh, that's amazing. You need to, when this yeah. is over, you'll need to message me the, uh, message me the, the, Sorry, I didn't know if we were breaking up there. But I was going to tell you, message me the radio people who you've been dealing with, uh, who plays your radio music in the UK and Canada and whatnot, so now I can reach out to them all in like a group message and, and collaborate and try to get this, you know, see what I can do to help you guys out even more. That'd be fabulous. I'd really appreciate it. Now, let's get a little deep now. Deep for our listeners. <laughs> now, Uh-oh. and I'm I'm not going to mean deep like nasty, Rick. Come on, now. Rick, I don't want to talk about what's on your roof. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I'm here to talk about... I understand some things, and I, I don't know. Moonlight is a, is, a, is a great song. It's very emotional. It has a lot of uh, good riffs into it. As The lyrics are pretty powerful. And my understanding, this song has a special meaning to you. Can you explain, please? Yeah, um, so the, the lyrics are uh, the conversation that I had with my husband uh, the day that he went into hospice. My husband passed away six years ago of lung cancer, and it was a conversation that we, he woke up and he said, I need to tell you something, and I looked at him and I said, no, you don't. It's okay. You can, you can let go. I mean, he was in terrible pain. When we found his cancer, it was stage four. Like, he thought he was going to have to talk me into letting him go, and I had been preparing to let him go from the moment I saw the spots on his lungs. So I understood and he was hanging on to be able to see our child uh, who turned one. And, uh, uh, you know, they had given him six months to live, and he lived 16 months. And every bit of that was, you know, he, he had chemotherapy just running through his body. He was hanging on as long as he could because his youngest child would never know him. And I knew this. And these were the conversations that we were having telling me that he wanted me to one day move on and that, you know, he knew I had to do it by myself, but in some way he was always going to be there. And when I say I want to run away, I want to fly away, I've got to leave, you know, this kind of thing, I'm just saying I want to do all those things. Everybody wants to run away from what hurts the worst in the world. But you can't. You just have to stand there and take it. And, you know, people say you're strong. Ah, I have no choice. I have to do that. I have to do it for my kids. And I also have to stand there and represent the man that I know he would have been with my children and with me and with everybody that I come in contact with. So that's what I mean. I think the song is a great representation for anyone who is having to do the same thing. Anybody who's lost their mother, their father, their sister, their brother, their cousin, grandmother, grandfather, your child, your spouse, your lover, or your foe. You know, because there's some part of them that the only way that it, it 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 goes on is through you. You tell the world who they are through you. So that's what the song means to me. Whenever I sing that song, 
whenever I hear that song, whenever people ask me about it, I know that he's living on. And those people that it touches, like when I told you when that gentleman John contacted me via direct message on Twitter, and he said, I lost my mother 11 years ago, and it made me think of my mother. I like your song. That was like, I thought I hit the nail on it, man. I did it. I did that. I did that thing that I reached somebody, they heard it, and it, it hit them where it was supposed to. That song to me, my children love that song. They call it their daddy song. You know, they know it's about their dad. But it really can be about anyone. It's just hearing the words of wisdom they've left to you or just hearing the I love you or hearing the attaboy or those kind of things. That's the stuff that's still in your head. That's what I mean when I say that. I hear your voice inside my head. So that's that song.
that is, uh, thank you for that, uh, for opening yourself up and letting us know and letting our listeners know and people who haven't heard much about you or know much about you and what that song means to you. I understand, again, I don't write songs. I don't, I don't have any voices to sing songs. Uh, but I do love music and music has always been a part of my life. I was in band and everything else. Uh, so music tends to resonate with me a lot. It does, there's songs that you hear and it just takes you to a certain place and does make you feel things. And I can honestly say, based on that, if you reach someone like that, it, it probably makes you... I can imagine how I feel when I listen to the song. It makes me have all those, as Rick would say, all the feels inside you, and you feel really good, and it just you feel like you're floating. I imagine that's how that man felt when he listened to your song, and that has to make you feel really good. That has to make you just like feel it, like you've done something. Like You could never maybe accomplish maybe a few things in your life, but you could always sit back and say, I reached somebody today. And I made them smile. It really, really did. Um, it, it was um, it was pretty interesting. And what's really, really interesting about it, when I first wrote it, I wasn't, I don't know if I could say brave enough, I knew what I was writing about. I knew what I was writing about. But I was very guarded with it. Those were my feelings. Those were my, my heart. I mean, you know, sharing it, it, it's scary. And I had a friend um, that, at Rizzo knows, uh, my, uh, our friend Gene, I had worked with him for years, and at the point, that point, he was my boss, and I, I know, he's a great musician, um, he's been in tons of bands, he's in a lot of bands now, he really knows his stuff, so I brought him the song and had him listen to it, and the next day, he had listened to it so much, he came back and he said, well, what's the song about? And I told him, he, I said, well, it doesn't say that in here. He said, say that, Emily, say that, and I went away. And I, I changed probably five lines. And what's crazy about it is that night I had to re-record it from going from a scratch vocal to um, the main vocal. And I walked in and I told the guys, I'm just going to do it all over again. They're like, no, it sounds good. I was like, no, I just I can do it in one take. And I did do it in one take. And the reason I could do it in one take is because I was bound and determined to say what I really needed to say. And... Um, and so when I think of it, I think of that too. I think of it, you know, somebody that I trusted and looked up to gave me that, you can do this, you can say what you really want to say in that song. And I did it. And so I, I, I really do love that song. There isn't a time where I'll hear it and go, oh, that's that song. Because it, it's got so many important people in my life in it. It's got the band who are important. It's got my children. It's got my mother-in-law. And it's got my son, my, my husband in it. And it's just, you know, it, it's got... It's got so much of me in it that I don't think I'll ever tire of that song. And I never, I have people when I get off stage, people are like, I love, I love Moonlight, Emily. I love Moonlight. I, I was singing it. You know, some of the girls that, that just come out to hear us sing, they, they just, they get so excited whenever they hear, uh, a deep riff in the beginning. Isn't that a brilliant guitar riff in the beginning of that song? Oh, it's yeah. one of those guitar riffs where you hear it and you know exactly what's about to come on. And yeah. Zeke nailed it. He did. That was great. So. That's 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 good. That's amazing to hear. I know I've I've interviewed a few musicians before, and they've always told us when you have that one song, and it kind of just like it hits the feels every time you sing it. I know it probably this one probably does for you. Um, yeah. When you're singing, you try to kind of maintain yourself up there. But I also hear under the I think it's under the cover of the night. I hear you really get to you get to wailing on this one, and you really like this song a lot. I love 
this song. My, my joke of this song is that uh, it's about a one night stand gone wrong. And I remember I said that once uh, out on stage, and the guys go, "What went wrong?" I went, "They got married." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but whenever I hear it, like if you know anything about me, uh, from the time I've grown up, I've, I've always been a big fan of. Uh, of uh, British comedy, uh, of, of British rock, of, of just in Britain. You know, I just I love the UK. I always have like, and, and I'm a really big fan. So in my head, whenever I'm singing, um, whenever I'm singing "Undercover Night," that's what I think of. Think of like a, like I'm thinking of like like it's the '60s. You know, it's this great. You know, you walk into the bar. There's this tension. You know, almost like long cool woman in a black dress. Like that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> you know, and I, when I hear the guitars, I'm thinking of the Stones, and I'm thinking everybody else is thinking about something different. You know, like I, you know, uh, you've got that. Hey, hey, that's kind of like ZZ Top, and that's what Brock's singing in it. But whenever I hear it, I mean, that's all I hear. I think of because <laughs> I love the movie. I think of the Italian job. Not the one with Mark Wahlberg, the one with Michael Caine. And I want to put minis in. I want to put like I want to put like the engine of a you know like revving of a hopped up mini. I think if you put that in the beginning of Undercover Night, oh, it would be so amazing. You know, it would be, be great. But yeah, that's crazy. Have you have you seen that movie? If you have seen that movie, then you'll understand what I mean. Like I love Undercover Night. and I love starting with Undercover Night because like most of our gigs. That's the first song that we do. And to me, it's like, it's a punch. It's like, bam, we're going to come out swinging. It's going to be rock and roll. I, like, and when the beginning of the song starts, I'm not even normally on stage. I'm all, out, off stage and I'm walking on to it just right right on time. I love that. Like, one of, one of our favorite stages to play is the White Oak. You hear how I said that the correct way, Rizzo? The <laughs> White Oak. Oak instead of the white oak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have no idea. <laughs> so you're telling me deep country? <laughs> I, I can, I can, I can. Uh, yeah, there's this a uh, TV show that uh, Rizzo and I both really like. Oh, and I started the second season. Still oh. on the second, anyway. But the riches, right? And I was watching it with my kids. And have you seen the riches? It came out uh, on uh, FX. Uh, 2007 and 2008. It's a fabulous show. It's really, really good. About a traveler family. Anyway, and the, the, the character is played by Minnie Driver, Dahlia. <laughs> She's it's great. And I think to myself, oh my god, I do sound like that sometimes. It's quite scary. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. Especially if I get tired. If is I get it? tired or if I get, um, or if I've had a little bit to drink. Rizzo can tell you. Like, yeah, she'll start talking and all of a sudden the accent will come out. And then we're all like, what did you just say? <laughs> Hi, y'all. This is Emily from Red Iris. <laughs> Hope you all enjoy yourself. Come back now. You're here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like that. Yeah, it's like that. Yep. That's funny. That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> So, but my kids, when my kids were watching it, they were like, "Oh, that sounds like you." I was like, "Shut up!" <laughs> does not sound like me. That's hilarious. So now we've touched on some of your stuff. What new music do you have coming out now? So um, the song that we've got that's coming out is going to be it's called "Stay." I, I really love the song. Um, I, I know that uh, uh, that. That it's it's a it's a it's a rock song. It, it seems like it's be a slow. It's not so. It's got a great driving beat, 
there's a, a about I think two um, live versions that you can find of it on on YouTube. So if you want to go check those out, that's really great. There's one of them is on our YouTube, Red Iris Music. And um, the other one we have is a ride, and I think it really hits with what's going on right now in the world because I I love the idea that we're going to rise up from this, you know, and we're all going to be better people. I love that Mario Angelou's quote, um, "When you." When you know better, you do better. I think that that's the way the world should be. We should do better, man. Um, and there's that uh, witching hour, and ooh, ooh, we we're it, it's a rough cut, but we do have Mother Mary. I know people really love that song. That you know when they come to see us live, we've got Mother Mary that we're working on as well. So those are the other three that should all hit before the end of the year. Please, COVID, let it happen. <laughs> that's pretty cool. You know, just, just, yeah, that's, that's awesome. no, I have nothing right now. Rick, <laughs> the Rizzo has nothing. He is like... <laughs> Come on, Rizzo. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Rizzo is like, is like, is it, 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 inspired, it, you know. I was thinking about him writing lyrics the other day because like, I was watching um, my, my new favorite show. I've got two new favorite shows right now. My new favorite show, I uh, was watching The Marvelous Miss Maisel, and I just, I, I could hear some of the music, and, and, and I wrote down a couple of lyrics, I jotted down a couple of things just from watching that. That was great inspiration. I thought, oh, I could bring that to the table. Have you seen that? Have you seen The Marvelous Miss Maisel? That's no, we haven't seen that one yet. Phenomenal. It's it? wonderful. You should watch that. I got a new, I got a, I got a title for you. This is something you should probably work out, see if you can figure out some lyrics All for right. it. It should be called Rick. <laughs> the Rizzo, the Uber driver, <laughs> or just um, the Uber driver. Yeah, I'll work with that. That yeah, would be amazing. Uber driver. Uber driver. <laughs> Uber driver. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like it's like you know how you know how like we are when we did our little periscope interviews and everything like uh, on uh, that we've done on my phone and everything. And the reason why you know I'm not talking is because why? Who's always talking? I'm always talking. I know I'm always talking. But you know me so well. You should be driving this, this train, man. Just saying. He's not driving anything. He's just sitting back relaxing. <laughs> I know. He's making you do all the work, Nick. Well, I don't know why. I'm even holding the I'm phone. Think about it. <laughs> we work, we, we've worked together for, 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 I think it was like two years now, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm no longer work, working there, but we worked together for like two years almost side by side. You should be asking me all kinds of questions. You know, asking me no questions. Oh, I, when I, I mean, was... y'all can ask me fun questions. I was coming up with some questions, but I'm like... I was go like, ahead, Rick. I was letting Miguel just go off on it because he never interviewed you before. Well, again, I just wanted to make sure everybody out there knew who we were speaking... Jump in there, man. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure everyone knew who we were talking to, and our new followers who just started following us knew exactly who you were from Red underscore Iris underscore Music, you know, and where they can find you, you Emily, Irene, and whatnot, and so forth. That's all I want to do. But now we'll let Rick get into the fun, nitty-gritty questions. Go ahead, Rick. Oh, I'm just going to sit and throw and say, so who is your favorite comedian that you won't stop talking about? <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> whoa, whoa. This is a PG show. No more fucking swear. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, you can say all you want. No, we're joking. Actually, okay. No, he knows that I just absolutely love and adore Eddie Izzard. So that's what he wanted to say. He wanted to get it out there. Cheers, Rick. Yes, I do. Because he was also in The Riches. Did you you notice how I did not say Eddie Izzard in The Riches? I 
because I loved that TV show. And I his, met many drivers, but then again, I wasn't doing anything like his acting because I can't even forget, figure out what American accent he does with that. And get this, <laughs> that is why she moved to the dark side on the phones. Nice. <laughs> Here's the funny thing. What did you say? He said that's why you moved to the dark side on the phone. <laughs> that is. That is absolutely it because I, I did a quiz show and I actually did a quiz show where he was hosting and I got to talk to him for like two, I think it was like a minute and a half, two minutes. It was really, really cool. I was kind of shaking just a little bit, but nobody could see it. <laughs> really but you cool. That's like you're a hero. You're like, oh my God. Like everybody knows I love Eddie Azard and Elton John. So it's like, oh my God. So it was great, but I didn't freak out. I, I talked to him, but it was, it was pretty wonderful, actually. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I got it. I got it because of the iPad. I had to have the iPad, and I had to be able to have the iPad, and I had to have the iPhone, and then I had to, and I had to watch, and I was like, oh, I love the, well, I love all of it. But thanks, <laughs> thanks for telling everybody that, Rick. It wasn't my idea. No, couldn't be just me. So I want you to repeat what you called him a few minutes ago. Please say that whole statement one more time for me. Rick, you're an asshole. <laughs> now say it with your country country accent. <laughs> you're an asshole. Rick, Rick, you're an asshole. Rick, that needs to be the cover of you're this episode. <laughs> <laughs> wow, somebody finally called Rick an asshole, and it wasn't me being called one. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, my next oh, question. You know, I wanted to tell you guys about something though, because I know how much y'all love um, uh, uh, comic books and 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 you know, and I, I like comic books just all over, but like, um, y'all know that the Harley Quinn uh, TV show? Yeah. With the, the, oh, okay. It Have is y'all hilarious. Seen the interview? Have y'all seen the, the Sarah O'Connell interview on the Harley Quinn uh, um, in, interview where she interviews like all the guys? I, I, I've been wanting to tell you guys about it. Like, y'all got to see that. It's a fact, like, I don't know anything about it, but it's really interesting and funny to me. So I was going to tell y'all, y'all need, to, y'all need to check that out. Like, Sarah O'Connell. The people that she interviews is crazy, but I really thought that y'all would really, really enjoy that one. That's cool. We will. Uh, I reached out to her to try to have her on the show. I hadn't heard back from her yet, uh, so uh, we'll, we'll see what's going to happen. She, she's done like she re- she's releasing, I think, two shows just this week. At one point, she was working on seventeen different shows. She is fabulous. If y'all haven't followed, you follow her, right? Yes. The Sarah O'Connell show. Yeah, she follows yeah, me too. Yes. The Sarah O'Connell show. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen. I've gone back and backlogged and, and watched her. I think everybody should 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 be subscribing to the Sarah O'Connell show because it's great. That she did one on um somebody from the 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 the, the comedy. Uh, what is it? The, the comedy store in London. I think it was the the comedy store players. A guy named Richard Branch. Man, that one was so good. I love British comedy, so I was like in on it. But I think I like I was telling Rizzo, you know, when I talked to him last, I was like, you got it, you got to look at this. But I really wanted y'all to know about the, the Harley Quinn one because that was really cool, even for me, because I'm like I'm walking in and watching this and not knowing a damn thing, and it's still entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> so I think y'all should y'all would like that one. But I've been wanting to tell y'all about that one. That one's fabulous. Yeah. All right. And here's another question. I know we've talked about it before, but like I said, our listeners need to know what are your musical influences that got you into music. Oh, okay. Well, I I really love. Like I said before, I'm a really huge fan of Elton John and lyric-wise Bernie Taupin. And everybody says that now, right? And when I was a kid, I was persecuted. I really mean this. 
I was persecuted for liking Elton John. <laughs> but, you know, I, I was a really, really big fan. I still am a really, really big fan. I love the fact that I see kids walking around with Elton John t-shirts and Elton John this, or they've they rocket band, they've done this, and I'm like, man, the shit I went through just to wear my concert t-shirt. You know, because people, I think we've come such a, a long way. We really have. Think about how, how like, that would have been in the, the, the mid-90s, right? And people didn't like me because I liked Elton John and I was into Elton John's music and things like that because he was gay. So therefore, there was something wrong with me. Nowadays, that would never happen to a kid. I think that is wonderful, you know? For me, I was like, I could give a damn whether you like me or not. I'm still going to be a big fan of Elton John. Like, my favorite Elton John album is Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboys. That is a phenomenal album came out in 1975. It was the very first album in the history of the world to debut at number one. Now that happens all the time. But that was really amazing. But that's what, how phenomenal he was, you know, in the 70s. So I'm I'm very, very influenced. I'm also a big fan of Fleetwood Mac. And you go all the way back, John Fine. My dad used to play John Fine records for me all the time. The lyrics to that, I mean, the voice is, it's a, it's a good voice. It's not something that, you know, somebody's going to belt out. But John Fine, like um, the song Samstone, my dad used to play for me when I was really little, which is not a song you would play for your child when they're really little. But it changed my life. I really, I could just see the whole death. It sounds bad, but I could just see the entire death and the end of the song happening. And and just just, just really understanding what lyrics can do. I, I, I love that. Um, I'm a big fan of The Cure for the same reason. I really love the lyrics. And I love that the, the chords are never something super complicated. It's the melody and where it drifts inside of those chords that makes The Cure so awesome. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. And uh, um, I'm an I'm 80s hair band. You know, I have a child of the 80s. I can rock out to anything. That's normally like my guilty pleasure. would be like Bon Jovi and Poison, you know, just to jam to that. And I just want—I just want to just feel good. Like you, there's no way that you're gonna like. Oh, I had a bad day. Uh, you know, I'm gonna listen and, and then put on you know some kind of hair metal, and you're gonna have a much better day. I think. Okay, I don't know if you caught Does it. Does that answer the, your the, question? Oh yeah, definitely. But uh, did, I hope hope all y'all sat there and take a shot every time you heard her country accent just come out. <laughs> I didn't even have a country accent come out. What are you talking about? Oh, when you said 1975. No, shut up. <laughs> Say it one more time. Oh, Rizzo, God. you're a... Asshole. <laughs> 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 That's no, the greatest interview ever. About my accent, what's really bad about my accent are the two words that I really do that to or light, which I normally say turn on the light, or ice. So it normally sounds like I'm saying ass. <laughs> okay, you want some more ass than that? <laughs> well, hell yeah, I like no, I, I like some more ass, ass with that. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. That's what it sounds like. I feel bad, but it, 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 hey, I'm from Natchez, Mississippi. <laughs> What's really bad is uh, uh, I, I came back. I, I, I visited not too, too long ago, and I came back. And I would say it no. <laughs> would you, say, oh, God. You said that several times while you were that. talking a while ago. I did not say no. Yes, you did. There's no point in this. No, I didn't. I said no. You know, you no, said no. Like this. No. no. You said no. no. I'm vetoing it. The veto is vetoed, Rizzo. 
But it's, that is my accent. I am from Natchez, Mississippi, and it's just going to happen. I, I took a trip out there with my boys, you know. Um, See, and, again. And, <laughs> shut up. Go ahead. Rick. <laughs> we went to Vicksburg. Rick, you're a... Rick, you're a... <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> So it'd be like Rick the Rizzo asshole. There you go. That's the new song. <laughs> you know, but Rick knows I love him, so I could, I could, like, if I didn't know him, I think it would be offensive. But since I do, and I know what kind of wonderful guy that Rick is, Rick is the kind of guy that when you need to call on him, that he will be there. And that's, that's pretty great. Even though he is an asshole. <laughs> we need to cut all that first part out and just leave in Rick's an asshole. <laughs> no, I think if you've listened to our show, you've heard me talk about how much I think of him, obviously, uh, being that we're cousins. And, uh, you know, so you've heard, I, I know people know what I think of him personally as a person and anything else. And kind of guy to give his shirt off his back. It wouldn't fit me, but he'd give me his shirt. But <laughs> Cha-ching! <laughs> Miguel, you're an asshole! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's great. Uh, anything else, Miguel? You I'm, wanted? I'm trying to think. Uh, I had something else I wanted to say. Um, man, I'm drawing a blank right now. I guess because I'm freaking dying in this house. Somebody needs to buy Rick another fan. Drawing <laughs> a blank. I am amazed. The great big one is drawing a blank. Come on. I know, that's very rare. He always has something to say. I'm trying to not repeat. I am, you know what? It must be that I am that fascinating, and you just can't. You know, it's just like, hey, can't blame him. It's fine. Hey, I just love the fact that Rick's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> ever, since you, ever since you called me, that's all he's thinking about. It's like, I have something to yeah. say, but, you know, Rick's an asshole. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Can yes, I get the yes, uh, yes, double water burger with it. cheese? Oh, and Rick's but, an asshole. Like I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm looking at this address that on this letter you sent to Rick, uh, the, the, huh? the the sign autograph poster, which we appreciate again. Holy Jesus, you live a far distance away. <laughs> Is that the one in Leak City? Yeah. Let me go on. Baytown. No, it's Baytown. Baytown. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I moved to Leak City. Like, I moved this week to Leak City. But, Baytown, you know, it's really Baytown. Everybody would say that. Baytown's so far. Baytown, especially where I live in Baytown, I was driving for, for ah. three. Right, I know. Right, right. See, this is what I'm talking about. So you got 146, you have 330, you have I10, you can jump up to 225. From Baytown, you can pretty much hit anywhere in Houston and, and beyond. So it's, it's not that bad. No, that. I think you, you've upgraded moving to League City. I've always liked League City myself. I like League City. Yeah, and, and, and I'll be living down the street from Jackie's Brick House. I love that place. Rick is laughing about you. He said, I like. Really? So here's a question for you. I got one. How well do I mean, have you gone back and listened to your tracks now, being that Rick has been pointing this out through this entire interview? Do you do well in keeping that out of the music? I mean, obviously, because there's a lot of singers, like, if you listen, go back and listen yeah. to Mel Tillis, whenever he did his commercials, yeah. I mean, he had a serious stutter. But if you listen to his singing, yeah. that was never there. So I'm assuming the same thing with well, you. You know, actually, when you sing and when you talk, you use different parts of your brain. You know, you know have you ever seen like somebody when they're in a coma 
they can speak and rhyme or they can sing, but they can't talk. Or some people can, can stutter and, you know, terribly, but they can sing beautifully, that you're using different parts of your brain. I, I think that may have something to do with it. I don't think I'm going rot, hot, not rot, hot, you know, in, uh, <laughs> in moonlight. <laughs> I normally say moonlight instead of moonlight. Moonlight. You know, um, <laughs> And, and the other thing is, like, like I said, you know, look at all the people. Like, I, I've grown up listening to the Beatles and Elton John and Ross Stewart and Air Classes and King and, you know, the Stones and the Who. I'm really British influenced, <laughs> you know, by comedy and my music. Go to be over on that side. And, you know, I, I, I ended up having more of that kind of accident, accent. When I sing, I believe this has been a country accent. I think the only time you got to get a really country accent out of me would probably be like maybe a little bit of that song, uh, uh, our song, uh, Mother Mary. But that that's because I'm thinking of, I'm actually thinking of the Civil War because I love uh, that, that the history of the Civil War when, I, when I'm singing that song. So that, but, but not normally. Maybe sometimes live, but when you're recording also, you're, you're really concentrating on what, you know, how something's coming out of your mouth because you want people to hear your lyrics and know what you're saying. That's cool. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, obviously, if you go back and you listen to Ozzy Osbourne, you realize, holy crap, what the hell did you just say when he was talking? Oh, he's singing, Ozzy. Oh, I got you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the guys and I have had a few discussions about it and that, you know, um, and we've gone back and we recorded and re-recorded and it's so, because <clears throat> sometimes I'll run my words together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been diagnosed with ADD uh, uh, Rick and I believe I could also be slightly dyslexic because I'll say something completely backwards and they'll be looking at me like, what you say? I'm like, don't you shut up. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, so, you know, I'm really thinking about when I'm recording. Uh, when, I, when I'm singing live, I'm thinking about it, but just in a different way. I'm just trying to reach you, uh, you know, soul-wise voice and use it more like an instrument. And when I'm recording, it's more like I, I want to reach you and you understand what I'm saying. And the guys are really really good at uh, explaining to me, look, it sounds good. Your lyrics are really good, Emily. We want everybody to hear what you're saying. It's inspiring, so do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Well, ladies and gentlemen, again, this is Emily Irene, a.k.a. At, on Twitter, at Emily underscore Glazner of, at Twitter again, Red underscore Iris underscore Music, and you can find them on YouTube at Red Iris Music as well. Emily, we appreciate you coming on the show with us today. Talk a little bit about yourself and the band. We wish you all the success in the future. I know the Rizzo wants to tell you some stuff because obviously you guys have a good connection. That's really cool. Uh, and I hope we get our stuff together and we can actually do this live streaming show. I think it would be really nice for people oh, yeah, around the world. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's. I feel, honestly, it's you know, with the times and everything going on, that would be something really cool. You know, somebody gets a nice show. No one's getting charged for it. You just get to watch it and you're out there singing for your fans and just trying to cheer people up. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, we can reach out to, to uh, we, our biggest fan, I think our biggest fan is actually in the UK. His name is Christopher Passmore. I call him Christopher. I've known him for years and years. I met him years ago. And I like, whenever we go live, Rizzo can tell you this, I go, hey, Christopher, I know it's like 4 o'clock in the morning. What's going on? He literally gets <laughs> up really at 4 o'clock in the morning and watches the live shows. Swindon. He's in Swindon. Yeah, Christopher's in Swindon. Hello, Swindon, because I'm sure you will listen to this. So, yeah. He is a great guy. He he goes out over and beyond, uh, um, and, and and so is uh, Chris, uh, Christina. Christina, she's a huge huge fan of us. So hi, Christina. She's a big big fan. She always has been. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, hey, I really enjoy being able to do this. And I can't believe you're telling everybody what my middle name is now. Uh-huh. I hear you. I heard Nick say my middle name. Well, that's what we have you listed as, is Emily Irene. Yes. But well, it has changed. It's Emily Glazer. It is Emily Irene Glazer, but yes. I thought Emily Irene is great, but it's going to be really Southern, and I'll never be able to get away from that. <laughs> Irene, well, yeah. I already got the accent, you know. <laughs> Emily yeah. Lou. I already got the kids going, you sound like the riches, Mom. I already got that going on. So I was like, no, 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 no. It was like, other than what you just had, uh, the shout-outs, is, is there any other shout-outs you want to give out to anybody? Uh, um, you know what, B. Phillips. In, in, in the UK, she's a really wonderful person. She was uh, with North Hearts Radio. Um, her and her daughter Rachel, really great, wonderful people. And I, um, they, they had at one point, I think three of our songs were were, were spinning on on their uh, indie 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 night, and that was pretty amazing. Um, there's also um, uh, Aaron in, in Ireland. I want to say hello to him. I just want to say, you know, hello to all the people out there who, who are listening to us. Um, oh, and, and uh, my, my little niece, Nava, who's listening in, in L.A. Hello, Nava. Oh. And if I missed anybody, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> but they didn't tell me I was going to get the shout out all of a sudden. I knew I had to say to Chrisser because he just, he has gone over and beyond and he's such a big fan. And a really good, good person. So definitely say hello to Christopher. And um, uh, yeah, I just uh, thank thank y'all for letting me have this platform and get to tell y'all about what I'm doing and what we've been doing. And then one more thing, we just need you to say our tagline. Do you remember what our tagline is, or do I have to? Critical thinking, where you're uh, thinking shit over, thinking I, shit through, like that, right? thinking shit through one what? podcast at a time. Okay. Well, you can introduce yourself. You're like, this is Emily Irene. Okay. I'm going to do Glazner. All right. All right. This is Emily Irene Glazner. Or Emily Irene. Emily Glazner. You can follow me on any of those. (laughs) And uh, this is Critical Thinking Podcast. Thinking shit through one podcast at a time. All right. right. You got it. I'm Rick's an asshole. (laughs) Yes. Rick's an asshole. <laughs> You're not really, Rick. You're one of my most favorite people in the world. You know that. Yeah, I know. I was like, all right, okay. well. Uh, you are an asshole for bringing that. I can't believe it. <laughs> you got to answer for that later. I ain't even got to answer that. I didn't say nothing. I even would. I, you, that's all on you, dude. <laughs> 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 the entire thing. And being like, you know, who inspires you? Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, really like, well. I wasn't gonna mention Eddie Izzard unless you said who inspires you. I'd be like, well, I'm really inspired by him. But then you just have to go. Who's your favorite comedian? And I'm like, <laughs> you asshole! You know the answer to the question. Well, I, I know it, but you know the, the people want to know who you are. They have. No, you you just yeah you you. Uh, yeah, you and I will talk later. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's fine. I am a huge fan. I'm very big fan of Eddie Abad. So I think everybody should be. So you're a huge fan. I think Nobody's the stuff that he it. does for the world is pretty amazing. So, yeah. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, it was nice having you on. And uh, like I said, I'm most likely to be talking to you later. Yeah, will. <laughs> you won't be getting yelled at later. <laughs> no, he's not going to be getting yelled at. No, I'll just be like, 
You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I don't want you to think I'm not a big fan. Because I am a big fan. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Eddie and Elton John, and those are the people who probably inspire me most of my life. So, yeah. <laughs> Along with, you know, my bandmates and my good friends, like people like Rick the Rizzo Uber driver, and Big One. He's talking crap. Why are you always talking crap, Big? Hmm? Because Rick's an asshole. <laughs> there you go. I set you up and you, you hit it right on the nail. Well, you know, I, to be I, honest, I'm one too, so yeah. I'm always talking crap. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right, well, you, oh, have, yeah. you have a good evening, okay? You do the same. Bye, All right. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Rick is an asshole. I've been saying it for a long time, but now it's been confirmed. <laughs> And again, ladies and gentlemen, that was Emily Irene slash Emily Glazer of Red Iris Band, Red Iris Music. You can find them on Twitter. You can find them everywhere on YouTube. Please go follow them. Please follow them on Twitter. Follow Emily on Twitter as well. Follow their YouTube show. Subscribe. They are getting big. They are blowing up as well. Uh, we here at Critical Thinking like to think of ourselves as music people. Hence, as we now know, quite a few people that are kind of blowing up there. You know, the Wildfire Singers, you know, Michaela and Hay, you know, and we're doing so good now. Our, our new band will be interviewing pretty good, Faith Head. So, yeah, uh, we know music. Ain't that right? Yes, we do. So, for the asshole, I'm the Rick One. And I'm Rick the Rizzo. We out. Well, you know what, guys? That's a hell of a show. If you really like Critical Thinking Podcast, then you need to make sure you follow everybody that's involved with this. So I'm going to give you a quick heads up on who our lovable sponsors are. We are brought to you by Tanks Paintball out on Southwest Freeway, Richmond, Texas. And now, and now, our new, new, big-time sponsor. Put your hands together for the black man out of Atlanta, Georgia. The True Showtime. The True Showtime. That's right. He is now sponsoring us. Can you believe that shit? By the way, that's our sponsors. And if you really love listening to us, you can catch us everywhere. You can catch us on our radio stations, Beyond the Dawn Radio. You can catch us on WBLZ Media slash Iconic Radio. You can catch us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and Anchor. We're everywhere, peeps. So I'm the Majesticus. I'm Rick. We out. Thank you for joining us. Thinking shit through one podcast at a time.